Hey, I'm Mary Ellen Dance, licensed mental health counselor and owner of Pittsburgh Therapy. I'm on a mission to strip away the stigmas surrounding therapy and mental health and talk about how we can use the culture of self-improvement for our benefit rather than our demise. I used to think I was doing life all wrong, from getting fired from a dream job to advising clients on relationships while I myself was trying to sort through that dumpster fire. But then I realized my imperfections are what made me a good therapist. So join me on a journey not to be perfect, but to be, well, okay-ish. Welcome. Your session has now started. Hey, everybody. I am so excited to talk to you today. And I was honestly nervous to do this episode because, let's be honest, I'm not a lawyer. I am not a politician. I am not a historian. I don't understand laws and rules as much as those people do. But I have a lot of women listeners. I am a woman. I work with a lot of women. I work with a lot of men that this is also affecting. So I couldn't not talk about the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And again, I don't know laws. I'm not a lawmaker. I don't totally understand the Constitution. So if anyone understands that, like, you know, let me know. But I can do this episode without really having to talk about those things. Because what I want to talk about is how we're dealing with it and how we're feeling and whether or not we have had um, trauma triggers from this news. So let's get into it. All right. So as most of us probably know, hopefully we know this, Roe v. Wade, which was what made abortions legal, was just overturned. From my understanding, it wasn't actually overturned. It was decided that the federal government should not be in charge of those decisions, and it should rather be the states. So thankfully, I live in New York State. Hopefully, this won't be a big issue for where I live. I know in a lot of states, a lot of laws and things are going to be changing. This sucks. Like, it just sucks. And I'm not saying it sucks in a political way. I'm saying it just sucks that the unknown is scary. It sucks that, you know, all the hypotheticals of what if this, what if that is really, really scary. I don't know a ton about drugs used for abortions, but I do know that they often use abortion drugs or something like that with IVF with inducing labor. I know they use it with ectopic pregnancies, which from my understanding, ectopic pregnancies are never viable pregnancies. I've never heard of an ectopic pregnancy being viable. I've only heard of that ever impacting the mother's health. So it's scary. You know, I think that historically we've thought of abortion as someone is going to terminate a pregnancy. It's so much more complicated than that. And I get that it is really, really scary not knowing all of that. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to feel out of control. It's okay to feel, well, what does this mean? What does this mean for my daughters? What does this mean for my sons? What does this mean for, you know, if I get pregnant and it threatens my life somehow? What does that mean? I have a lot of questions. I think we all have a lot of questions. A huge problem 
with having a lot of questions though, is that we are assuming answers. And that is just absolutely terrible for our mental health. Like, honestly, like I'm seeing a lot of memes, but a lot of these memes are kind of like jumping 30 steps ahead of where we are. Where we currently are is that the federal government has said, we should not be in charge of this law. State governments will be in charge of it. That's it. That is where we are. I am not trying to minimize it. I am not trying to say that it's not fucking terrifying, but I worry that our brains are making it worse. I know I did. The first few days after this came out, I was like, well, what if this? And what if this? And how about this? And did it? Like my brain went there. I went down the spiral. I totally did. And it stressed me out and it worried me and it scared me and it, it totally increased my anxiety. And so we have to think ahead, right? You might be thinking about this and be like, okay, well, you know, I have to be prepared. Absolutely. We have to think ahead, especially if you're living in a state that is most likely going to change laws around abortion. We absolutely have to be thinking ahead. We have to be planning. We have to be educating ourselves. We have to be learning. We have to be advocating in ways that we can. There are amazing, amazing organizations out there that are trying to help. Planned Parenthood is an amazing organization. I just read that Dick's Sporting Goods is offering to transport people if they live in a state that does not allow abortions, transporting people to states where that do allow abortions. Like there are so many resources out there. Hopefully there will just be more and more resources every single day. So I'm not saying that we don't have to like plan for this. What I'm saying though is for our sanity, for our anxieties, for our mental health, it's important that we don't jump 30 steps ahead yet because that is not going to be productive and it's just going to make us feel like shit. We have to feel our feelings. I love seeing on the internet, I love having conversations with people where we can feel feelings, where we can talk about it and just say, this is scary. Like, let's just all acknowledge that this is scary. And again, despite whatever anyone's political views are, this is a scary thing. We have to feel our feelings. Absolutely. But we don't have to say, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And let me put myself into a panic attack over things I can't control right in this moment. I know I struggle a lot when I feel like I don't have autonomy or I feel like I don't have control. That, oh my gosh, that triggers my anxiety like no other. If I feel like something is out of control, I am anxious. And it's really scary because right now there's a lot that's out of our control. And there's a lot that's hypothetically or potentially out of our control. You know, as much as I'm saying, we don't know all the information yet. We haven't seen what's going to happen. Don't jump 30 steps ahead. Like, that's also scary that we don't know all the information. We don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot that's out of our control. So if we can look at those things that are out of our control and say, okay, what can I do about this? Can I advocate for myself? Can I donate to you know, one of these organizations, can I write letters to my senators? You know, like, are there things I can do? Great. But if that out of control feeling is putting us in a spiral downwards, then we got to stop that because we need to be okay. We need to be okay. And we need to keep ourselves okay all the time, but especially, especially during these scary, scary times.
So I have some tips for how we can work on keeping ourselves okay throughout this scary, scary time. First thing we can do is we can recognize when we're catastrophizing. When I say catastrophizing, I mean making a catastrophe out of everything. One might argue that this is kind of a catastrophe, uh, which I agree with, but what I mean is not going 30 steps ahead. Okay, this happens. If we don't go to the, well, then this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and then this is going to happen, and what's going to happen with this, and da 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 right? That's catastrophizing. That's catastrophizing. Saying, I'm never going to be safe, right? Saying, this is the worst thing ever. There's no solutions. It might feel that way right now. It for sure might feel that way. But that doesn't mean that that's true. And so if we can catch ourselves in that, because that type of thinking just does not help us in any way, shape, or form. So if we can catch ourselves in this catastrophizing, going to the nth degree kind of thing, we're going to feel a little bit better. Are we still going to be scared and have feelings about it? Yeah. But that will help to calm some of the anxiety and panic. We also need to work on having less black and white thinking. Well, in my opinion, the world has gone to black and white thinking, which is stressing me out. But what I mean by black and white thinking is when we say things like, this is never going to be okay. This is always going to be bad. Those like extreme thoughts are really, really dangerous because at the end of the day, nothing in life is never or always, right? There's very few things that are completely black or completely white in life. We live in a world of gray, which is uncomfortable. I'll give us that. I, I get uncomfortable with the gray. I like uh, straight answers, right? Like straightforward answers. So we get uncomfortable with that. But that can make us feel so panicked. So I have been seeing a lot and hearing from a lot of people with this news about, okay, this happens. I don't know what's going to happen in my state. I read this article. I heard about this. Oh my gosh, I'm never going to have safe health care. I'm never going to have control over my body. No, those are totally legitimate fears. I get that but that's also not true. And when we think that, we feel worse and worse and we spiral downward and even further downward. And then we're not able to do productive things like volunteer organizations and write our senators and all of those productive things that we can do to advocate for ourselves. It sucks because I've been seeing a lot of people who honestly are traumatized. Like this news is traumatizing. It is. I've had a lot of people come to me, you know, who have had children who maybe there were issues in the pregnancy or maybe there were issues in the delivery where certain types of drugs were used that helped the baby and mother stay safe. I've had a lot of mothers say, oh my gosh, what would have happened if I didn't have that? If I didn't have that, I would have died. My baby would have died. Like I needed these drugs. I have spoken to women who have had abortions, who have had abortions for a variety of reasons, most commonly from sexual assault, who have spent years and years trying to work through those feelings around having the abortion. I have seen people who have worked through feelings about pregnancies, abortion, pregnancy loss, seen a lot of women who have pregnancy loss who this news is affecting them 
a lot. And it's hard because when we hear news like this, what kind of happens with trauma is even if we're working through something and we feel like we've kind of worked through it and then something like this happens, it can almost take us like a step back, right? It can almost kind of put us back into that moment of, oh, I was in the delivery room and I was panicked. Oh, I, you know, was making this decision. Like it is traumatizing. And I think well, I know that when we experience trauma, we have to take care of ourselves. And if we are spiraling down and down and down, and if we are catastrophizing, and if we are having all this black and white thinking, that's re-traumatizing us. That is not taking care of ourselves. It's just not. That is building the trauma and making it worse. And so I caution all of us to be careful about the news we're reading. I caution all of us to be careful about how we're talking about this. Are we talking about it in a way that's just kind of processing and trying to understand and maybe thinking of productive things that we can do to move forward? Or are we talking about it in a way that's just spiraling downward into a pit of despair? We have to be careful with that. Because if we are going to advocate and if we are going to keep ourselves safe, then, you know, we need to be in an okay headspace to do that. And it's okay that this has been traumatizing. It's okay that this has been panic inducing. Like I mentioned, it has for me. It's important to look at the facts. The fact is the federal government decided that it is a state's decision now. I'm not saying that's not scary. I'm not saying if I lived in a different state, I might be thinking about moving. But those are the facts that we currently know. And so what can we do with that information? And then when we know more facts, we might be able to do more with that information, right? Making decisions based off of hypotheticals, oh, that's going to put us in a bad place. And again, I'm not saying we don't have to be prepared. It's important to be able to think about these options and look at things from different angles. That being said, in order to keep ourselves grounded, in order to not re-traumatize ourselves even more than we already have been, focus on what's going on now and focus on what's right in front of you. What do I have control over and what do I know for certain? And then our brains are going to go to the, well, what if and what if and what if and what if and what if? Sometimes we're going to think about that. And then if we can bring ourselves back to the, what do we know for now? What do we know for certain? And what do we have control over? Oh, that's going to be so much more productive for ourselves, for our mental health, for the world. We'll be in a better place to potentially help others, to potentially volunteer, donate money, spread awareness, educate, all of those things. But we can't do that if we're not taking care of ourselves. So I've been thinking about you all this week. It's hard. It's heavy. It's scary. But if we can keep ourselves okay, we can look at what we have control over, what we can do about it. We can support each other. And you know what? We can figure it out. Thank you so much for joining me in this tough, tough conversation. I appreciate all of you. Please follow wherever you are listening to this. And I will talk to you next Monday. Please follow me wherever you're listening to this podcast and on Instagram at okayish podcast. Also, I would love it if you could rate the podcast and leave a review. The best way to get in contact with me is to go to okayishpodcast.com 
and submit a comment question. You can do it anonymously too, which is so great. I will see you guys next Monday. I can't wait.